Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello, 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 and welcome back to another episode of uh, Topic Thunder, episode two, one, eight, and we are minutes after a strong and fortuitous victory. I don't know if that's the right adjective, but a strong victory in Madison Square Garden against the New York Knicks. And ESPN has just started playing a video on my computer, and I must mute it now before I continue. But the New York Knicks have lost the Oklahoma City Thunder quite by quite a large margin. Not so much as the a margin we lost to the Bucks, but pretty close, 126-103. And with me tonight, in order to celebrate said victory, is none other than uh, Jerry, at Gerald Amir. Jerry, how is the beginning of your weekend going it's going great man um yeah. i actually start a new schedule so i have to start working tomorrow that's on saturdays that's not so great. yeah it's a change but uh i get a day off from the week i guess so that's cool that's what i was gonna ask at um, least you get a day off in the week yeah so other than that i am just happy to celebrate a victory and another road victory at that Whoop! Uh, I don't think I've ever, I mean, it's been a while, I guess, since I've been able to watch a Thunder team that is very successful on the road, not, and it feels great. Not only are they successful, they're statistically better on the road than they are at home, which we've already mentioned on a previous podcast, but it's worth reiterating. Uh, Even after the... Before the Pistons game, they had a better road rec record than they did a home, or no, sorry, they had a better road win percentage than they did home win percentage. And now they've won two straight home road games, home road games, and <laughs> they are now even more uh, incredible on the road. So they just seem to be the road warriors. Uh, I still don't think they have the best road record. I've been keeping track of that because I. I'm curious if they're going to notch that uh, in their belts at some point, but they're definitely in the top five in terms of road records right now. So they just continue to be good. And granted, this has been two uh, easy teams from a statistical standpoint. The Detroit Pistons have basically nobody. And then the New York Knicks are the New York Knicks. Um, <laughs> so you know you'll you'll take that as it is but tonight we really benefited from the fact that the knicks just can't make a three-point shot 
And uh, we just capitalized on that by saying, hey, let's just defend the paint and force them to take a three. And it just worked perfectly. Well, it did take us like six minutes to figure that out. It did. And yeah, <laughs> it took a little bit. And it was pretty annoying at first. And then you can sort of tell where we're like, all right, well, let's just change it up a little bit. And uh everybody else started just making shots that first quarter was felt like there was assist after assist after assist after assist after assist Mm -hmm. and it was like the globetrotters out there um one play that sticks out in my mind is and i just tweeted about it no one picked it up so screw all you guys Um, you know what jerry wait i'm gonna retweet it i didn't i didn't catch it but just let, let me hook you up dude all right yeah. All right, I appreciate that with all 10,000 of your followers. <laughs> I don't have, um, it's not true at all. All right, you're, well, you're closer to that than I am, so. Hey, um, I, don't like, I don't like that tone. <laughs> where did, you, where did so, you tweet it? Where is it? Well, I'm just going to tell you. Well, I, right, so, I want to give you the, oh, I found it, okay. All right, all right you'll find it. Retweet find it, it's so, been retweeted. Thank you, mm-hmm. Jeremy, I appreciate that very, very much. You're welcome. Uh, no, but there's a play that sticks out in my mind where uh, we got an offensive rebound, I believe, and it got back out to Chris Paul, and or maybe the play got blown up. It was one of the two. I, I can't remember exactly what. And uh, Steve had the mismatch on Taj Gibson down low, but instead of going up to you know try to just post him up, Steve just sat free throw line, middle of the free throw line, waited on Chris, to make the move around the big guy who he had the mismatch on. And then whenever Taj came to help, uh, Chris got to just dump it off. And I think it was some of the the first points that we ended up scoring in the game. And it just seemed like we just continued going that way, just finding the easy buckets mm-hmm. on top of making more three-pointers, as you mentioned. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the three-point difference was... Um... 12 of 31 for the Thunder, which is 38%, 39% if you round up. And a. Oh, we always round up, sir. Mm-hmm. But when it's the opponent, we round down. And uh, the Knicks had a whopping 16%. Four of 24 from yeah. three. Uh, bad. Very bad. Who are they? The Houston Rockets? Oh! Oh. Oh. Bazinga. Guess who lost to the Knicks recently? Houston Rockets. Oh, Houston Rockets. The Rockets. Guess who beat the Knicks what recently? What a bunch of losers. What a bunch of losers. That this, <laughs> if the Knicks beat the Rockets and they lost to the Thunder, ergo, Thunder are better than the Rockets. You do the math. The logic checks out. Mm-hmm. I'll take it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Kevin Knox is bad also, right? Oh, wait a second. Let me step on this real quick. Okay. We are no way affiliated with Thunder Chat's terrible take as a podcast. Oh no. He is yeah, he's dying on that mountain alone. Kevin Knox is bad. We we as a yeah. as a uh unit sans Thunder Chats believe that Kevin Knox is bad. And he is. He yeah. he airballed quite literally like half of his shots from outside. It was horrendous. Yeah. Just horrendous. Uh, Mitchell Robinson, on the contrary, is very good. I don't think they used him enough, but that's just, you know, typical Knicks. Like, Mitchell Robinson yeah. might be a better dunker than Nerlens Noel, and I'm, that's, that's high praise right here, coming from a Nerlens Noel stand. 
He can dunk. Well, no, he can dunk for sure. And you're completely right that they didn't use him the right way. But did you notice that team is like really bottlenecked as far as being big? It seems like they oh, have yeah. like three power forwards out there all at one time. Oh yeah. Um and they could definitely do with a little bit more guard action and a little bit more uh, Mitchell Robinson action because, yeah, that kid's he's got hops. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, they... So, as far as the most minutes tonight... Um, well, let me double-check here. So, among their bench, the most minutes played was between Bobby Portis, Kevin Knox, and Mitchell Robinson... All front court guys. And then, you know, they also had Taj Gibson, um, Maurice Harkless, and Julius Randle starting. So, like, none of their bench, at least the ones playing the most minutes, were guards. So, yeah, they're just playing too many big guys. And then, I mean, Julius Randle is having a great season. Uh, Tonight really wasn't his night. But, I mean, he's great. Taj Gibson, not exactly in his prime anymore don't really expect much from him um no yeah kevin knox already mentioned bad and mitchell robinson like he had 22 minutes but he only had five shots and he made all five of them like you got to give that guy they're all dunks yeah but i mean like if you can get him those shots more often that's like at least something and then you got to get some shooters obviously because man oh man they don't have any um but yeah, they. You know who I liked from the Knicks the most the whole night? Who? Was Alfred Payton. Mm. Like, since he got away from the magic, he is just. That freaking aged hair like of fine his. Wine. Yeah. He got well, that too. He got rid he of his, his hair. hair. Yeah. But he has been just amazing. He almost amazing. had a triple and, double tonight. He had eight, yeah. 18 points, nine rebounds, eight assists. That guy was balling. Yeah, shot like 60% from the field. Yeah. Like. Yeah, he he did a hell of a job tonight. And Thunder Nation, I want to apologize because oh there was a point in time in my life that I wanted Wayne Ellington. Oh, and I am so glad. I remember we that. We didn't get him. I remember that. Yeah, we were all. Remember how sad we were? Remember buyout season where we thought Wayne Ellington was the key to a championship? Oh my God, what is wrong <laughs> how, with us? How naive we all were back in. Uh, 2019 when we thought Paul George was going to stay for four years. Jeez. Yeah. No, but um, I, I couldn't believe that. And you know who's like good, but then looks really bad doing it? Bobby Portis. Yes. There's like he's the best. He puts up. He's the best worst player in the NBA. Yeah. So one last thing that I just got to mention about the Knicks, right? Stat wise tonight. Mm hmm. Guess who, without looking, all right, don't look. All right, I won't look. Who had the highest plus minus on the Knicks tonight? Mm, I'm going to guess uh, Alfred Payton. No. Who? For as much crap as we talked about him, Kevin Knox. No! That can't be yeah, true. One for, yeah, that's what it says. The- one for seven shooting, 0 oh for four. He had uh, five rebounds. What? Nothing else. Two blocks and one personal foul. He was a plus seven in this, his 13 minutes. This is a perfect example of why the box score plus minus is so skewed. He's the only guy with a plus 
and he airballed half yeah, of well, his shots. Yeah, and then Wayne Ellington shooting a whopping twenty five percent ends up being plus at zero. A zero. That's so yeah. dumb. <laughs> What's going on? I just thought that was a little funny there. And then you have like Alfred Payton, who was nearly a triple double minus eleven. What the hell's going on? Yeah. Good lord. Yeah, it's a crazy stat. It is a weird stat. We're gonna ignore that one. Um. Yeah. Knicks were terrible after the second half of the first quarter. Thunder kind of figured it out. I don't know why they didn't know to do that game plan the entire game. Like, you know the Knicks are bad from three. Like, why not just do that from the start? It was just... Yeah. They were, like, they were actually trying to defend the three as if they had any sort of, like, anybody out there that could shoot, and they clearly don't. And they were like, oh, maybe we should do this. And it worked. Yeah. No, that's that's usually how basketball goes, the chess match. Mm-hmm. But what I loved about you know, sort of that first half is Gallinari. Mm. He was literally just taking it to the hole every single time. Uh, as I called it, he softened him up for the air raid uh, that he put on him in the second half with all those threes. But Gallinari playing like that and being multidimensional, that is something that we absolutely need to mm-hmm. contend in the playoffs. Like, he can't just be the three-point shooter who picks and pops and right. doesn't put the ball on the floor. Uh, he is so much more effective. I think he got to the line pretty much every single time in that yeah. first half. Yeah. Um, I think all of his attempts were in that first half, and it was just of how aggressive he was being going to the hole. So uh, we need more of that. And then, of course, it's always great when he lights it up in the second half and mm-hmm. you know hits a lot more threes. Yeah, Kurt, uh, team high twenty two points, um, seven to thirteen shooting. Yeah, he was, he was on it. He was very multidimensional, as you said, and yeah, that's, that's exactly what we need. He missed a free throw, which was very yeah. unexpected. But aside from that, we as a team have been missing a lot of free throws. So well, we went twenty for twenty five. It's not bad, eighty percent. Yeah, it's about our average, just... I think. I'd like to see that a little bit higher, especially mm-hmm. when it's those guys shooting the the brunt of the attempts. You know, mm-hmm. um, I could understand if Steve-O got up there, you know, ten times, but he only shot two. Right. The rest of it was pretty much guards. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Everyone else pretty much missed either zero or one. But yeah, twenty to twenty-five from free throw. Um. Yeah. Dennis also weirdly had the most minutes out of anybody minus chris paul despite being a bench player and was not playing particularly well um five of 16 from the field which i mean eventually got 16 points but just not efficient at all um but i mean you know it it seems it of all the of all the games to have an inefficient night this seemed like the one where it was fine it didn't really seem to matter (laughs) Um, no thank god yeah i mean i was like i honestly didn't even notice until i looked at the stats like oh dennis didn't play like super well this time okay that's fine um so it's okay but he he did have a couple three-pointers to make up for it but yeah shooting wise everything was pretty much on par 49 percent from the field 39 as we already mentioned from three and 80 percent as we also mentioned from the free throw line so um 
there's something else I was going to mention. Oh yes. Um, so uh, were you watching? Which were you watching Fox Sports, right? Of course. Okay, good. So did you did you notice that Michael Cage was just multiple times harping on Chris Fisher for the fact that he can't dunk? Wait a second. Wait a second. Did you? <laughs> I don't know if any. Wait a second. This gets. <laughs> there's another layer to this. Okay. So if not a lot of the fans don't know, but Chris Fisher, um, it, he he probably can barely jump, and I'm not trying to be funny about that. And sounds about the right. The fact. No, but the fact that Cage kept on making those comments, I'm like Cage. <laughs> was either, ruthless <laughs> yeah either you're being like just directly like stabbing dude in the heart right now he was such a diva just, yeah you have no clue that you're saying <laughs> what you're saying to the person that you're saying it to i felt so bad and usually i'll like jump chris's crap right because he says some dumb stuff sometimes but tonight probably was one of the first nights that i was like i felt so bad <laughs> yeah he was like and and you could just feel you could feel in Chris Fisher's voice how hurt he was whenever he would respond. Like at least the yeah. second time I heard it, he was like, "You're really just gonna harp on this, aren't you?" And I was like, "Oh God, Chris, I feel that man. I feel it in my heart." No, yeah, Cage might be in HR's office or taking some <laughs> seminar about how it. to uh, talk to his coworkers. Because I think he needs it. <laughs> to be honest, jeez, man, yeah, it was oh. so ruthless. Oh my God. In his defense, I don't think he meant anything bad by yeah. it. It's just Cage in the moment. I don't think Cage it's... thinks that, like, I'm not, this isn't meant to be an insult, but I don't think he, like, thinks that, like, far ahead. I don't think he, like, said that no. thinking, like, oh, yeah, I remember Chris Fisher can't jump very high, so I'm going to, like, make fun of him. I think he just meant, like, he's not in the NBA, so he probably can't dunk. He probably just meant something like that. Or he hasn't been in the oh, NBA. Yeah. So I think that's all he meant. But it was just, it was, it was multiple times he brought it up. And it was just like, Cage, stop. Like, yeah, <laughs> you don't need to keep yeah. bringing this up. HR so rep at home is just freaking out. He's like, what is he doing? Furiously typing in their email to Michael Cage about how he needs to report to them 9 a.m. tomorrow morning. <laughs> But yeah, and then oh, man. and then Michael Cage also forgot that Chris Paul missed a game because Kobe um, passed away, which was kind of awkward. But then somebody reminded him during the break, and he corrected it. But it was just like very obvious oh, that he forgot that. And I was like, oof. Yeah. Well, it's also probably hard to like you know have some forethought in that job because you have no clue what's about to happen next. Mm-hmm. So you're just speaking to speak in between those weird moments, you know. Uh, timeouts or you know the ball getting inbounded slowly whatever so yes michael cage probably didn't mean anything about you chris we're sorry for you though yeah michael cage just kind of talks from the heart and you know it just whatever comes out exactly that's a good way to put it you just he's he's a very kind innocent man who just you know says things sometimes um also i just i totally forgot to mention this at the beginning of the podcast i meant to do so but i totally didn't realize that this was um the importance of tonight's game so the thunder were wearing their um 
memorial-inspired jerseys, the black and gold ones. Um, and I just thought it was kind of one of those times where they were going to wear them again. But apparently there was this whole thing going down with the Knicks to kind of collaborate between the 9-11 bombing and the OKC bombing. And they did this, um, not really a tribute, but just sort of like a commemorative of, uh, moment between timeouts where um, they swapped jerseys. And during that time, they mentioned that I believe, I hope I get this right, but I believe nine, uh, six. six, okay, I was, it was six or nine, I couldn't remember. So six first responders uh-huh. from um, the 9-11 attacks were also at the OKC bombing attacks, or no, sorry, I reversed that. Six from the OKC bombing were at the 9-11 attacks as well. Um, and I believe those six were the one that, you can correct me if I'm wrong, Jerry, but those six were the ones that passed away at 9-11. Is that correct? Yeah, so they came to support Oklahoma City during the Murray bomb- bombing. And whenever they were responding to 9-11, they had died gotcha. somewhere. You know, I don't know the, the exact stories there, but yes. Yeah. You uh you said that somewhat I think okay I my I I I didn't write it down in detail so I was trying to remember from the head and I have a bad memory so but I think you said it more correctly um but yeah it was it was a cool moment and um the families of those six that passed away were there um as well as Dick Collison which was cool to see him um and they swapped jerseys with uh, the signatures of the respective teams and it was just a cool moment um. Yeah, and I I just wanted to bring it up because I I had no idea it was happening to di- happening today. I wish I did, but I saw it and I was like, that's pretty cool. And um, it's nice to kind of like just uh look back on those moments with some obviously mourning, but also respect for those people that uh were total badasses and and saved like countless people from terrorist attacks. Yeah, yeah. I'm just glad we're starting to take, like, you know, parts of our history that may not be the greatest parts of our history, you know, some of the saddest parts of our history, and sort of embracing it and turning it into something cool for the families that are still alive. Like, I Mm -hmm. think that's my favorite part about this whole thing, you know, letting those people's memory live on uh, through their families and showing, you know, showing them a good time for everything they had to lose you know, just in their life to be where they're at right now. Right. And I mean, like, if you're, well, I don't have, I I can't really put myself in their shoes per se, but I I imagine if you're a family member of one of those victims, you don't really want, you don't want to be reminded constantly of that tragedy, but at the same time, you don't want it to go completely ignored, you know, like you, you want them remembered in some way or fashion. I think this was, the whole, like, uh, just the whole um, idea in general to create this idea for the um, for the jerseys and um, having the first event when they first wore them against that Houston game, uh, commemorating all of the victims of the OKC bombing, and then tonight um, kind of tying it in with the 9-11 attacks for the Knicks. Like, you know, that's it's nice to kind of like not necessarily like harp on it so much 
but every so often just kind of remember those people. So I thought it was all tasteful. It was good. Um, I just wanted to bring that up. So it was a cool moment. I enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah. So back to the Thunder real quick. Mm-hmm. It was something that I'm super proud of. Our starting five committed one turnover. Oh, boy. Yeah. Heck, yeah. And then the other three that we committed were by the bench. One by Dennis, one by Ferg, one by Nader. I'll accept all three of those. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I'll be honest. I don't remember a single minute Ferguson played. I remember he shot twice and missed twice. Yeah. But, <clears throat> I mean, him in this lineup really... It didn't make too much sense, I guess. No. It was better to put it, put Hami there and let him, you know, play against the hometown. He freaking balled. He had some ferocious no, he... dunks. Yeah, did you see the the uh, Thunder broadcast made him the player of the game? I saw that, and I was a little confused, yeah. but I'm like, that's fine. <laughs> you know? Yeah. No, you can't be mad at it. Yeah. You can't be mad at it. I mean, he shot five for eight. Pretty much everything was a dunk. Um, except for a three that he made and then a free throw. Yeah. So, uh, but he played some solid minutes, played good defense, uh, had a pretty nice block. Uh, mm-hmm. His dunks were sort of elementary. I like the very last one. I don't remember. When he split the paint? Uh, I think so. Yeah, that. I mean, that one was... Nice too. I'm talking about. I like the one where, um, well, the almost one where Chris tried to throw it from that left oh, side. That was awesome. And yeah, he just mistimed it, or I don't know if Chris threw it up way too high. But if that would have connected, I would it, have gone nuts. Yeah, that would have been a really good video to have around for a while. Mm-hmm. That one, and then there was one by Lou Dort that he like. He didn't get high enough, and he just hit it off the rim. It wasn't that anyone blocked yeah. it. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, that because the way they set that up, too, was like Chris Paul, like, tapped it away from a guy off a rebound, picked it up, did that little, like, I don't even know what it's called. Like, a sh- it's almost like a sham god where he, like, dribbled it with the same hand, but back to himself and then did the oop. And the whole sequence. Yeah, I can't think of what they're calling it Yeah, now. I can't remember either. But that whole sequence was just awesome and then lou dort missed it i was like oh come on yeah i wanted the highlight yeah yeah thanks lou for nothing no he's he's been he played solid minutes tonight though by the way interesting stat from fox sports did you know so lou dort has 20 games where he started do you know how many games the all of the other two-way players have had in the nba this season You do. I know. Okay. Yeah. Thirteen. Thirteen. Yeah. You watch. You watch the same TV I do. Uh, yes. Yeah. So, just a crazy stat. Like, that just shows how, like, how fast he's come onto the scene from basically nothing. Like a two-way player is usually just a guy that's meant to be an extra role player usually, and he's a starter. He's like a really important part of our defense, and just. We've said it so many times. It's just like a broken record at this point. But man, he's just good. He's just so good. Mm-hmm. I love it. No, I can't wait for him to get his contract and you know see him be able to enjoy the fruits of his labor, mm-hmm. especially with how much he does hustle and really puts his ass out there to try to do some good stuff for us. Yeah, 
I don't know. Do you know off the top of your head when his uh, con- two-way contract ends? Because I assume they're just going to give it to him after the end of it. Yeah, it's. Con- I think it's the 16th. Okay. So pretty soon. I feel like it's somewhere in the teens as far as like March. And don't quote me on that. I've seen so many dates tossed around with that. And it's one of those things that I just don't think I've ever seen the very correct one, so mm-hmm. I just haven't. Uh, it sounds about right. I would assume it it's in my head. Like he's been playing for so long, I assume it's coming up. So I would, I would imagine it's probably around mid March, the March Madness season. So hopefully we'll see that soon. Um, yeah, I'm trying to see if I can find it real quick okay. for us. Um. Yeah, the only other thing while you looked that up, I was going to say is that Nerlens Noel hang time is insane. And um, that's about it. Oh, also, uh, the Knicks made their first three-point shot with six minutes into the third quarter. And I wanted to give them a <laughs> congratulations on that. So they made a three-pointer. Yay! Yay, Knicks, you did it! That's awesome. Mm-hmm. And speaking yay, Knicks, Thank you guys for letting us ratio you um, and posting the <laughs> oh my gosh uh, the uh, score. I really really love that. Um, Thunder fans, you guys are probably the best trendsetters in NBA Twitter. Anything truly hilarious and that really catches fire usually comes out of our fan base. Mm-hmm. So. Whatever clever little jerk that was out there that started this, because um, I know that's jerk. what you are in real life, I appreciate you. Uh, um, because this is probably one of the favorite pastimes I have is going through the comments and seeing <laughs> the new ones. Like it started out as something just very, very small, like a handful of them, and now it has blossomed into hundreds of these things, including one of me. Um, that's the that's one of my favorite to be honest it's yeah. so awesome <laughs> that's yeah so shout out to who made that um uh, i think it's mateo uh-huh. this guy's hilarious um i don't see that but, one on here i might have to post it if no one else did oh dude it's <laughs> i had so to post good. it the other night i was just like i love it i can't i can't help but to the screenshot is just perfectly Wait. timed Oh yeah, oh yeah! I still can't believe whoever found that and screenshot of that for me. Thank I think you. it was. I think it was, uh, it was Steve. Thunder and D. I thought it was but Steve. It, I remember he put it, it in the text, the text chat, but maybe he got it from somewhere else. Yeah, know. for some reason, nobody tags me in the stuff that I'm in, except for like a few people, because I didn't even know that meme was made until I came across it just randomly. Like I was literally just scrolling. And then ended up finding it. <laughs> you see your face. Through someone else's replies. And I was like, what the hell? <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Yeah, start tweeting. So, thank you, Thunder fans. Start adding Jerry if you use him in a meme, please. Uh, um, so I'm just scrolling through and seeing which ones I haven't seen. So one that I've never seen before, which is pretty good, is it's the point god. And it's Chris Paul in, like, the old Oklahoma City jersey, like, like Hurricane Katrina, Oklahoma City. And Mm. he's got a rose for some reason. And over the rose, there's an L, which is great. I love that one. (laughs) Uh, And then 
Another one. Uh, I just I lost it. Where did it go? <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> did you just find it? No, I found another one. This is great. What is it? All right. <laughs> All right. So you know who the rapper or artist uh, Extension was, right? Oh, my God. X-X-X-X I just saw it. Right? <laughs> I just yes. saw it. So this is, <laughs> this is golden right here. It says, what an edit. you just lost to Billy <laughs> Jonathan. Okay. What an edit. Oh. My God! He got, he got the this... like hair, and he's like looking down at his stat sheet with the hair. It's so good. Uh, oh my God, that's beautiful. Oh. I'm not even mad. Oh gosh. How, shout out! Oh. I don't know if he made this, but shout out to, uh, in, in Shay we trust. What a, <laughs> what a tweet. Oh wait, I think it says it. No, it doesn't. Never mind. Man, that is a good one. I'm gonna, I have to put that in the the photo collection right there the other one i haven't oh, seen man. in a while is uh or i haven't seen at all is the chris paul um i don't even know what it was the si magazine where he was nude the nudie magazine the thick paul thick paul you seen the thick no, paul no 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 it's no, it's seen it. it's that picture but it's the caption is you lost to dad ass and i like that one <laughs> Oh, it's in here. Yeah. I just it, seen it. It's like just, right next to it. Back. The the yeah. X XXS team sound one. Oh man. You were that just decimated by <laughs> You were just decimated by the correct spelling of Ninad Kristak. <laughs> what? That's a great one. The Michael Cage's Church League always kills me. I've seen that multiple times though, but it always kills me. Well, you know what kills me about this? So the Knicks New York has what, like four or five million people in it? Probably, yeah. All right. They have 84 likes compared to our 94 replies at the moment. Heck yeah. Ratio like, them. How, how does that happen? I just don't get it. Oh, man. When it's like, so when it's a blowout, I assume it's not as many replies because people log off Twitter early. But when it's like, when it's a close game, there are hundreds of, re- of replies within minutes. It's crazy how many people will like <sighs> reply to these people at the end. I remember, I think it was, what was our most recent, not the Detroit game, but the most recent close win. I think it was the Kings even, even though that wasn't that close. Like we had probably a hundred replies in the first minute. Oh yeah. It's crazy how fast Thunder Twitter mobilizes. There, there's so many more than people expect because we're from Oklahoma City. but. Rest assured, there's many yeah. of us. Oh, that's great. We're like cockroaches. We just come out whenever it's good for us <laughs> yeah. um, and hide and defend each other uh, whenever it's not so good for us in the moment. Yep. Yep. Uh, that's, I love it. Uh, Stephen Dolan. Best place in the world. Stephen Dolan just tweeted 11 and 8, uh, which is a reminder that we only have to go 11 and 8 for the rest of the season to go 50 win season. Ooh. Seems pretty sur- pretty surmountable at this point, um, but we do have a pretty tough game tomorrow, or not tomorrow, Sunday. We have, we this have a tough Celtics. game like the rest of the month. Yeah. Well. Really. Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be a tough month. We have like zero um, home games the rest of the month. By zero, I mean like four, but very very few. We have Boston and then Utah, but we have a two day break between then. Um, and we got Denver twice, Miami, 
Yeah. So it's going to be tough. Uh, but Boston on Sunday, we'll be back to pod then. But um, we're on the road. Yes. Yes. We're going to win now. Yes. Hopefully Jason Tatum is still sick. I remember I saw reports that he was sick. So hopefully he got the Corona. That's what I was. Gonna, that's what I said on the other <laughs> pod. I was like, I wonder if he has the coronavirus. <laughs> I hope he doesn't. Let's cross our fingers. Yeah, I don't want him to die. I just want him to have the coronavirus and then live. That's yeah. that's quarantine for fourteen days. Yeah, that's all I want. Yeah, and he comes back after we're done with him and he plays fine. But. We'll see. Um, it's an early sun, not early, six, five p.m. Central, so relatively early game on Sunday. Yeah. So we'll be back then. But Jerry, what do you what do you think about that game overall? Think that's a win? The well, of course you game? do. But yeah, of course you think it's a win. But how much do you yeah. think we're gonna win? Um, I honestly think we beat them by at least eight. And I'm I'm not even being like the homer right now. I think that this team on the road plays just differently, and I don't understand it. I I don't don't get it. Because the peak is an amazing, amazing place. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I think that we're going to go in there with a chip on our shoulder from the last game because we should have won that other game. I mean, in all honesty. Yeah, yeah, that that shouldn't have been a loss for us. And I think that... uh, uh, the way that the offense has been running the last couple of games, especially after the way that we came back after the break, uh, it's been a lot better the last two two games. Yes, with lesser competition, but games like that sort of get the the wheels turning and you know a little bit of the monotony broken up. And I'm I'm hoping to see, like I said, an eight point win by minimum. What about you, man? I'm trying to find the line real quick. Um, and screw Vegas. I just, I just, I just want to know. I want to know real quick. I'm, people, I'm also looking all up. All this li- is just a bunch of hookers and cocaine. Yeah. Worst experience I've ever had in my life was that's, in Vegas. That's true. I you, hate that place. You did go to Vegas. I have not been to Vegas. Also, the Celtics won by one point last time, one twelve to one eleven. Um, yeah. And yeah, we should have won that game. Yeah, we. It was. It was a fluke. Um, uh, so I'm not going to say eight points, but I do think we can win. I think it all depends on availability. So I said Tatum is questionable, but I know, I know Smart was questionable and Jalen was questionable for different reasons. So they're like very hurt right now overall. So depending on like who of those three is in, um, and then Daniel Tice is always the big problem with Steven Adams for whatever reason. So, like, with all those factors, I'd probably say, like, I'd say it's a close game, but I would say it's kind of like the opposite of what happened last game where it's it's close at the end and then OKC just squeezes it out by some weird happenstance. Like, that's that's kind of what, like, karma. I'm okay with that. Yeah, like, karma seems to go that way where it's like Celtics got us the first time based off, you know, they arguably shouldn't have won. And then, um, uh, sorry, it's got a weird text. Um, but now the, I think the opposite is going to happen. Like it's going to be closed again. And then OKC is just going to squeeze it out. So I think it'll probably be like a one or two point game, but I mean, it's, it's also in Boston. So you gotta like, imagine it's going to be a little tougher than it was the first time at OKC. So I think it'll be close, but I think we can win. The road warriors are at it again. Can't count them out. 
No. You cannot. Mm-hmm. We're winning by eight, Tyranny. Screw your prediction. All right. I'll be sure to put that in my pregame uh, article that Jerry thinks we will win by eight. And I'll hold you to it. Yeah. And we'll see. Yeah, well, I'm not saying that we should trade a first for Kevin Knox, so at least <laughs> it's not that. <laughs> can't believe that's a take that has been put out into the world. Yeah, that's even... Actually... And uh, get this, Thunder... Dylan was making fun of me for my R.J. Barrett take the other day about how I think R.J. Barrett's not going to be very good. And that's still probably a hot, mm. a hot take. I'll give you that. But he thought we'd get a first for Kevin Knox. Or we, yeah. would, get, we would give a first for Kevin Knox, I should say. What about a, that? What a bad take. <laughs> I hope Dylan has yeah. 24 hours to respond to that. So in the meantime... We will be back for the Boston game this weekend. Um, so, Jerry, do you have anything else before we close it out? Dude, being a dad's the best thing ever. And mm-hmm. that's it. That's all I got to say. Heck yeah, dude. <laughs> I, I hope you just end every... We we didn't talk about dad stuff at all, and I hope you just like talk about it at the end of every pod, no matter what. It's it's always it always brightens my day. It was like, oh yeah, oh, being well, a dad is Nina. being a dad is sick, dude. It's like heck yeah, yeah, <laughs> heck yeah, dog, heck yeah, dog. You you and Nina and Andrea are just having the grandest of old times. It's the best best thing ever. Mm-hmm. Best thing ever. And then I'm still going to come record with you guys on Sunday. Heck yeah. So I'll give you guys a different update. We're working on trying to get her to push her arms all the way up so she can start Ooh. crawling here soon. Ooh. She's at four months old. We got a little advanced one. She's already starting trying to move and wiggle and start getting towards us. So uh, Heck yeah. I'm going to try to encourage it. Get some push-ups out of her maybe. Yep, get, yep, that's what I'm doing. Get that Act core like prison. Get that core nice and nice and uh, strong. That's how you do it. Me, yep, me yep. being the most experienced dad here, you should you should take advice from me as a single <laughs> as a single guy. <laughs> Your advice is always the best advice, Jeremy. Thank you, appreciate it. <laughs> All right. Well, in the meantime, before we come back to you this weekend, you can find us on Twitter at OKC Topic Thunder, and you can find our merch on bonfire.com if you search Thunder. You cannot, you cannot search Topic Thunder. You can only search Thunder. Again, I don't know why this is the way it is, but that's just the way you got to do it. You got to search Thunder. Don't search Topic Thunder. And you can find all of our merch there. Um, what... By the way, I must say, so we announced the winner on the podcast, and I decided to not DM him yet to see if he would just hear it, and he has not DM'd us yet, so I don't know if he listens to the podcast. Wow. Well, he's in it for the shirt. That's it? Are you serious? Mm, Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to take it away because a a promise is a promise, but I... No, it is. I wanted to test him, and he failed, so just... I just... I'm gonna give you the shirt either way, but it's gonna it's it's not gonna be happily. I'll say that. So it's gonna have his tears on it. Mm-hmm, it will. Um, but <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, we'll send out the winner of that merch contest, and we'll have another one soon. Um, not necessarily the same one because we can't get, can't be giving out shirts left and right because we're all poor and such. But 
Uh, we'll have them every so often. Um, so stay tuned for that on our Twitter page. And um, that's really all I had. You can find Jerry at Gerald Amir. You can find me at Matt Tooney NBA. Be sure to wash your hands for the coronavirus. Don't forget to hoop every day. While singing happy birthday. Sing happy birthday while you wash your hands. That's the perfect Twice. timer. Twice. You'll, yep. you'll be sure to get rid of all the coronavirus. And don't, don't forget to hoop every day. Hooping a day keeps the doctor away. And as always... Thunder up! Thunder up! Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.